on June 21, 2023, national polygamy advocate Mark Henkel shares why June 26th is such a significant date. Well, hello there, friends, supporters, listeners, and sharers. If you have ever spent any extended amount of time reading, learning, or studying anything that I have written or spoken over the years, you might have noticed that I tend to treat June 26th as a rather important date. If you have noticed that, then you are probably now asking, Mark, why is it that June 26th is so significant? Ah, that is a great question, and I'm happy to share why that is so. Indeed, answering that question here is the very purpose of this podcast's episode number 275 of June 21, 2023. Before I get to that, though, let's first do a memory lane walk down through some of history. Well, an abbreviated walk anyway. (laughs) Here are some of the significant events that have happened throughout the years of our movement for UCAP, UCAP, Unrelated Consenting Adult Polygamy. June 26, 2003. The Supreme Court of the United States handed down the Lawrence v. Texas decision. By that decision, laws which impermissibly target or violate the right to privacy of adult freely consenting polygamists were unwittingly also made unconstitutional. Lamenting this decision as the so-called end of all morals legislation, Justice Antonin Scalia noted in his dissent that Lawrence v. Texas also had to equally apply to striking down laws against polygamy, too. June 26, 2007. The United States Patent and Trademark Office officially registered the trademark of Polygamy Day as registration number 3256270. Our movement had been building that trademark since the first Polygamy Day 1 back on August 19, 2001. There was no way that we had any control over when the U.S. Patent and Trademark Office would formally register that trademark, but they chose to do so on June 26, 2007. June 26, 2013. The Supreme Court of the United States handed down two separate decisions that were severe disappointments to UCAP, unrelated consenting adult polygamy. Hollingsworth v. Perry and United States v. Windsor. Hollingsworth was, quote, remanded with instructions to dismiss the appeal for lack of jurisdiction, unquote. Not even considering the merits of the arguments made, it was sent back down to the lower court to dismiss on a technicality of Article II standing. The other case, Windsor, determined that if a state has not specifically legalized a specific form of marriage, then United States v. Windsor has no effect. Not until any state legalizes UCAP, Unrelated Consenting Adult Polygamy, as a legal form of marriage, The Windsor decision also will remain useless for us, for now anyway. As useless as these two decisions came to be, 
if any state does legalize UCAP, unrelated consenting adult polygamy, then the Windsor decision could certainly and definitely be usable for us then, and only then. So who knows? Useless for now. Hmm, but maybe later? We will see. Two years later, June 26, 2015, the Supreme Court of the United States handed down the decision that legalized same-sex marriage, Obergefell v. Hodges. The decision was half wrong and half right. It was half wrong to invent a specific definition of marriage when the word marriage is nowhere in the Constitution for any governmental authority or action. Yet, Obergefell was also half right in acknowledging that marriage is a fundamental right of liberty for each and every individual. It is an individual right, and that is completely correct. Individuals chose marriage before the invention of government, and individuals will choose marriage if government collapses. The wording of the Obergefell decision limited it only to, quote, two-person union, unquote. Without that bigoted and arbitrary limiting clause, Obergefell v. Hodges could otherwise equally apply to UCAP, unrelated consenting adult polygamy. Three years later, June 26, 2018, a court judge in Canada handed down a surprising sentence in a case of Mormon polygamists that had been going on for the previous 10 years. Namely, the judge chose to mildly sentence Winston Blackmore and James Oler to, quote, six and three months of house arrest, respectively, unquote, plus probation and community service. The consequence is that, even in Canada, no modern person who committed no other crimes has still ever been sentenced to jail for polygamy. That news was a positive surprise. As the teaser for the news article posted at ProPolygamy.com put it, quote, After pushing Canada backwards by finding two men guilty of polygamy in 2017, the same judge decided to not sentence them to jail in 2018, unquote. It was a pleasant serendipity, as we were also doing something special that same day. You see, also on June 26, 2018, we had formally announced to the public the creation, and initial 14 episodes, of this National Polygamy Advocate podcast. We subsequently posted the 15th episode the next day. So there you have it. June 26th has been a date throughout the years with many significant milestones, ranging from Supreme Court decisions to the formal trademark of Polygamy Day to the formal announcement of this podcast. At this point, it is possible that you might be wondering, but Mark, is there something else, perhaps even more significant, that makes June 26th so relevant? Ah, yes indeed. You're right. And for that I say, but wait, there's more! <laughs> June 26th is so significant, especially for me, because of what I will now share with you. June 26th, 1993. I had an epiphany. Some Christians might call it a revelation. Other Christians might even say that 
I got a calling from God. Non-Christians might say that I heard that still, small voice from within. Still others might say that I had found and learned my purpose. It doesn't matter to me how you choose to perceive it. Indeed, however you choose to prefer or label it, for me, it was a profound, life-changing experience. June 26, 1993. I knew that I would be a vessel, a tool, a means for changing the course of history. In that moment, I had the realization of three key truths. One, polygamy was not prohibited by the Bible. Two, the Constitution did not allow banning polygamy. Three, I would prove those facts to the world. Did I know how I would do it? No. I only knew that this is what I was born to do. I had not been trying to find the issue of polygamy in the Bible. Nor was I even trying to look for another wife. I was very happily married as it was. And still am. On June 26, 1993, all I knew was that this is what I was to do. I spent the following year in both prayer and study. I had no idea how to go about doing any of this. I applied my intense ability to study, to cross-reference, and to study even more deeply. After all, back in college, I had used this intensity of learning to earn two degrees in three years with a 4.0 GPA. For all my many flaws, faults, and failures, the one thing I do know how to do is to study something intensely. After a year of such intense study, I began publishing my newspaper, The Standard Bearer, in southern Maine, in which I would write articles that gently laid down the truths about polygamy, being undeniably both scriptural and constitutional. That's how the birth of Christian polygamy began on July 4, 1994, Independence Day. I had no guidance on how to proceed, so I simply wrote the truth in love. And yes, I would always insist on that combination. One of my taglines that I frequently taught was, Truth without love is neither. <sighs> Alas, after going online over the next couple of years afterward, some foolish males fell into polygodolatry and started causing wives to be viciously and cruelly hurt. That could not stand. Something had to be done. Hence, that's what motivated the creation of the Standard of Love Not Force on July 13, 1999. That Standard of Love Not Force established that a husband would only love his wife, not ever force polygamy on her. Not only did that standard bring healing and protect wives, but it also protected and grew our movement even more quickly. Soon I was giving media interviews. The 2000s brought even more growth, and that made it possible for the beginning of the larger overall movement of UCAP, Unrelated Consenting Adult Polygamy. All of that catapulted me into becoming the National Polygamy Advocate. Here I am today, in 2023, making this 275th episode of weekly podcasts of the National Polygamy Advocate podcast, having posted more than 200 media interviews. <laughs>
through it all. I always remembered the date of June 26, 1993, as the date that it all began for me. That's why my eyes virtually bugged out when Lawrence v. Texas was decided exactly 10 years afterward. And again, 10 more years later with Hollingsworth and Windsor. I reacted likewise when the United States Patents and Trademark Office officially registered the trademark of Polygamy Day. And so on. Indeed, I always react with such surprise whenever something like this happens, relevant to this whole matter that pertains to the June 26th date. I admit that, for me, yes, it is personal. And also for me, it goes beyond mere coincidence. Each serendipitous occurrence has only confirmed the epiphany, the revelation, the calling, the whatever you want to call it, that started it all on June 26, 1993. All the results, the achievements, getting the words Christian and polygamy as no longer being a contradiction in terms, all the numerous media interviews, etc., these all verify that it was not some crazy idea invented only in my head. Something very serious and profound did happen to me back on that day, June 26, 1993. And it has made me a much, much better person, for which I am truly humbled and grateful. And now, as I finish off the presentation of this 275th weekly episode number 275 on June 21, 2023, I will be looking forward to this very next Monday. June 26, 2023, is the 30th anniversary since that beginning. From June 26, 1993 to June 26, 2023, it has been 30 years. Wow. I find myself amazed just to contemplate that too. 30 years. Whew. So back to the question. Why is June 26 so significant? Now you know. It's when it all began for me. And that is why I have remained so dedicated and so vigilant in protecting and advocating for all of us in UCAP, Unrelated Consenting Adult Polygamy. And that is why I also perceive it is confirmed by all the serendipitous milestones that also happened throughout the years on June 26th. So on this Monday, June 26th, 2023, I will definitely be celebrating the 30 years of my life's work. It is still hard for me to believe. June 26, 1993 to June 26, 2023. It has been 30 years. 30 years! June 26th changed my life and confirmed my life. So now you too know why I say June 26th is indeed such a significant date. Thank you for listening while I shared all that. And thank you for celebrating, supporting, listening to, and sharing the National Polygamy Advocate Podcast. Mark Henkel is National Polygamy Advocate. Presented polygamy to the public since 1994. National 
polygamy advocates.com.